0: Welcome to another edition of Indie Wrestling Guide, your guide to the best and worst of independent wrestling. I'm Jay Hawk. you off this week, but we do have Jay
1: Gold. How cool is it that you are a referee and we have two of us on the show today? Two oh God side by side on the piano keyboard. <laughs> yeah, podcast well, is scheduled for one fall, one fall, and tonight you get all of us in our glory and possibly too much of me speaking, as some have said in the, in, in the past. So, you know, take it in and see what you like. Uh, only two, only two of us this week. You don't have to you're actually going to have to do some talking.
0: Like there's not much. Yeah. Choice.
1: yeah may, maybe, uh, uh, in bothering some others in the podcast world with all my chatting, but yeah, I'm ready to, I'm ready to go with, with this nonsense that we decided to choose this week. But, uh, yeah, it's a today is today's show is live as we've talked about last week it is 9:30 um, on Friday since you've downloaded it everyone and you're listening to our live stream and I know my brother is at home on this day so he is listening at 9:30 a.m. so Sam just text me and I'll uh, I'll get it and we can discuss you know your plans for the weekend.
0: And it kind of weird to be here and at work at the same time. Like, I, I weird how we pull that off.
1: Correct. I mean, I've been. I'm talking to you from the train on the way to work this morning. So, people, I'll make sure that they're holding it down while we're speaking.
0: I actually was on a Goom call for a Patreon of another podcast I listened into and some guy actually was on the call from the Patriots game that day.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? What do you do in listening to other shows? You know, it's strictly this or nothing.
0: Oh, I, well, I, I mean, obviously, I look into us. I look into Pod Van Dam. I look into uh, to
1: at with Reckling. I look into Reckling Cheer. Come on, nobody listens to those shows. It's all just us. We do all the the big time numbers, as they say. Especially with our up and coming only fans. That's going to uh, really take off. Yeah, I, I I look in. I look into my world with Jeff Jarrett. Got a joke, Boto with somebody you can talk about the show with. Oh, Adam's my listening. world.
0: Is that any good? Uh, I like it. I I prefer. First off, they talk TNA quite a bit, which you don't really have podcast to do that. because so that's fantastic. Yeah. But uh, I, I like it when they go actually go back and talk about the old Memphis stuff and the old world class stuff in the late 80s. Not enough of that either. When they have yeah. a WCW or a WWF topic, I can hear this shit from Shivani. I can hear this shit from JR. Like, I don't need it. And, and I'm glad that we're, we're past the fucking Montreal Grew Job shit. With,
1: like, every podcast I listen to is Montreal Grew Job 25th anniversary. We get it. I think, and I think it, you're at this point where some of these younger fans um, literally don't appreciate it or care anymore. We're, I think, we're at that point. Are we at that point in life where the younger generation of wrestling fans just, just don't give a shit about the uh, Montreal Screwjob? I think we are.
0: I'm not going to speak for the younger fans. I don't know. I don't know what they do and don't care about. I, I did. Does it does feel like anything older than like ten years can go? Younger fans really don't care about. As for a lot I mean, of them, anything, anything before AEW, a lot of them don't care about it. Feels that's like what anymore, I was going to say.
1: I mean, you, you, we've had so much controversy in wrestling the last 10-plus years. And even in the last five months with that press conference with Tony Khan, I mean, there are going to be some wrestling fans who point to that press conference as one of the more surreal moments of their fandom, as we point to the Montreal Screwjob as one of the, the strangest or, or more surreal moments of being a wrestling fan. I mean, there are two things that go in 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 our world in, in those days that didn't happen. We didn't know as I mean, we were just getting into the internet. We did not know of, you know, nobody was using kayfabe language and trying to think like they know more than what's on TV and, you know, that came out of nowhere. That was it, it you know, the documentary uh, all the pieces that fell into place with that were an- otherworldly, if you think about it. Now, that CM Punk interview, that was pretty otherworldly, if you're a wrestling fan now. I mean, that's as close to going, I had no idea what was coming, because nowadays everybody knows what was coming. And just seeing that, I think the younger audience now may use that as their jumping point, as opposed to like something like the Montreal Screwjob or the night Kimono Wanalea dance the top of the ECW arena or, you know, all those bits and pieces like when the acolytes beat the shit out of public enemy, you know, all that stuff is, is kind of in the past. Now we're getting our own, those, those younger generations are building their own, uh, um, you know, uh, library of, of absurdities, so to speak. When the evil twin referee grew Hulk Hogan out of the world title, that was my big one when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, that was, because I can remember, and I, and you know, since we are now just a indie wrestling podcast, but we also will discuss wrestling. Um, not knowing how they were going to get the belt off of uh, off of uh, Hogan, how any of that stuff was going to go down, and the twin thing was just that was that was another crazy moment as a kid. But I digress as we as we go backwards. I sound a lot like an old man. Shouting at the clouds as I normally do, which you'll hear a lot of in this podcast today because of this show today.
0: Like I, re- I remember my dad like pranking me the day after Hogan lost the belt like that for like not crying about Hogan Luke and the belt. I was so in shock that it even happened. Like I no, I couldn't react to it.
1: <laughs> I came from such a like a different world. Like my brother and I were all constantly rooting against Hogan to like we could not stand the fact that there was no other champion. Like in our mind, it was like please lose the belt to someone else can be champion. Like, that's all we want. We wanted to see someone else be the world champion, not thinking it was fake, knowing, like, thinking it was real. We're like, when is this guy going to stop hulking up and someone's going to take advantage and win the belt? We had no idea when it could ever happen. I remember how upset I was when Paul Orndorff turned on Hulk Hogan,
0: I w- and I rewatched him about that not too long ago. I went, you know what? Orndorff was right. Like, Hogan should have been the heel coming
1: out of them. <laughs> like- <laughs> what about Andre ripping the necklace off of Hogan? That was, that was another s- surreal moment for us i mean yeah. it, it, you know it it just it's just such a different it's it really is a different uh time but i think going back to the screw job i think you know it, maybe it sounds like i'm old but the younger crowd maybe they just don't care about it anymore i don't know i think podcasts uh especially these older guys tell the same stories like over and over and over again i think eventually you got to make your own stories new stories so you know good on you know it's cool to remember i know for us it's very cool but i think for some of the younger audience maybe it's lost on them at this point in in you know in the timeline
0: yeah i I do hope that if you're a a newer wrestling fan that you do take the time and actually research some of the history of wrestling and watch some of the colder stuff i think you i think it does help appreciate stuff better if you know the history behind it but at the same time i get if you're not if if you don't get into it i get it there's so much content these days
1: Yeah, I mean, and there's but there's so many avenues now to to obtain that history, you know, through regular TV, whether it be A&E's biographies or the Peacock Network or, you know, Dark Side of the Ring or Tales from the Territories. Now, every one of these stories is going to be told and beaten to death. So, you know, the new stuff for the younger audience, I think, is where they'll where they'll, uh, um, you know, gravitate towards. And and the guys like us are going to continue to watch those old stories and just listen to them kind of over and over again. Okay, well, on a little bit of a later
0: note, um, yeah, uh, I actually did uh, go to the Roku channel, I watched Weird, the Al Yankovic story this weekend. How was that? Well, you have to understand is that it is like a parody of a biopic and not actually a biopic. Like there oh, are good. nuggets like there are nuggets of truth in there. Yeah. But by, by by like the halfway point, you're like, okay, they're embellishing a lot of crap and like the second half just falls completely off the rail. Ah. So, so if you go into that knowing that it's a parody of a biopic and not a straight biopic, it's really good. If you're going into it thinking, oh, this is a biopic of you Weird know, Yankovic, you're going to get like halfway through and like, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I'll probably check that out. I uh, I've got a, a ton of stuff on my TV and movie list. I got to catch up for Andor and uh, and you know go ahead with that stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely interested in seeing that. I'm wondering how uh, Daniel Radcliffe plays out on plays uh, Weird Al there. It's definitely something. And the fun part was is my
0: eight-year-old son loved Weird Al. He wanted to watch the movie, and I'm kind of going, I don't even know like if the content of it could be appropriate or not, but whatever. Like, I'm not going to not going to hide. I'm not going to shelter him. And like half the stuff, half the stuff they would show, and it's like I didn't know this happened to Al. I'm like, this didn't happen. Yeah, it did it's in the movie. Okay, whatever, Logan. Believe what you want to believe. I'm not going <laughs> to.
1: Hey, at least you don't have your uh, your kid calling you stupid when I told her I was the smart, I'm the smartest guy in the room. And she said, are you, are you really? So I know that I am no longer the smartest guy to her in the room, which is sobering and humbling at the same time.
0: <laughs> and you're usually the only guy in the room when she can around I really make, I really kind of make it weird.
1: That's correct. Between her and my wife and my mother-in-law my sister-in-law is I am the, Oh, and we're going to have, Oh, and here's some good news for people listening on a, uh, on a live Friday. I'm going to have a new niece next week. So Oh, that'll you be go. pretty, yeah. That'll be another girl added to this uh, to this crew. That I am the the only guy um, in this family. So I got to get them all going to wrestling. I mean, we do it now. We watch it together as a family, as it is. So we'll just add another to the list.
0: All right. With that, we want to talk some independent wrestling. Let's do it. Okay. Right, let's go ahead and start off with the schedule of what's going to be available to watch this week. What's on, what's this, on weekend? this weekend? So a number of shows available on IWTV this week. Echo Wrestling has a show on uh, tonight, actually, as, we, as, as, as this drop, November 11th, 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, tomorrow morning at 4 o'clock Eastern Time, that's 4 a.m. Eastern Time, New Cackle Pro Hack a live broadcast on IWTV. Uh, probably the big one, if I had to pick a big one for IWTV this week, Saturday night, November 12th, 8 p.m. Eastern, ICW No Hole Barred, Volume 36. Casey Kirk defends the American Deathmatch championship against Mickey knuckles and your new independent wrestling world champion cruel defending against Matt
1: Tremont. Hopefully that's the, the last of these death matches that I, that, that have to go down.
0: As long as cruel has that belt, you're going to see a lot of them and but it's not going to change a Tremont win. So
1: I don't see Tremont. You're right. I don't see Tremont winning it, but maybe we don't have to watch any more. Um, uh, uh, death matches uh, for the title. Oh God, I am just not looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, my my main
0: thing, is even if we have to go the death match route, I'm hoping that like AC Mac was at least starting to hit some other yeah other quote unquote territories near the end there. I'm really hoping we get more West Coast title defense and get a more Midwest title defense, not just told up in the Northeast
1: all the time like it well, used to be. Yeah, but but I will say this, uh, the, you know, AC Mac had it down there. Next should be. He, he got a lot of eyes on south southeast yeah south, southeast wrestling let's get it further over let's let's move let's move further into the country um, I would be all for you know opening it up to other companies somewhere in the Midwest and, and further out west you know uh, LA fights you know Dave well they can't do LA fights anymore shoot um you know D- uh, uh, prestige defy uh, you know all those places bring it out there. You know, and and defend it out there. I think that would be great to get eyes out on the coast. We're 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 in a way in a strange bubble over here. Even as far as Ohio, I think we're in a strange bubble. I think Ohio East is where wrestling seems to be right now, parking its car, so to speak. Also, a
0: lot going on on Fight Plus this week. Black Label Pros got Slambleton coming up this weekend. Not, a, uh, I think they're doing Saturday and Sunday for that. If I'm not mistaken, let me see if I can double check. Yeah, that's
1: always a super fun card. That's their big one. That's the good one.
0: I'm seeing that based on it saying show one for the Saturday show here, but I don't see a, a show two listed, at least on the current schedule that they have up here. We're, we're going to talk Fight TV here in a couple of minutes or the navigation yeah. of this damn thing. But but that show, 4 o'clock on Saturday, 7 o'clock on Saturday on Fight Plus, Game Changer me Frequent, the Kevin's annual Nick Gage Invitational wrestling revolver got a show at eight o'clock on fight plus on Saturday. So a lot going on on fight plus that's in addition to your pay-per-view shows that are on fight XPW. got a show, believe it or not 20 bucks for the XPW show. I can't believe people would pay money to watch XPW at this point or ever.
1: It could be one of the worst, uh, uh, promotional. What do we call it? Revivals that have, that have come about in the last 10 years. (laughs) It is just a terrible idea. Terrible.
0: And GKW's got a show in Wisconsin on Sunday on Fight Plus. A lot going on there. And one that might be sneaking underneath the radar, Ruckle Pro is presenting their 100th show, and they're going to air that live for free on Facebook on Saturday. Oh, that'll that's be a, pretty cool. That'll be an eight, o- eight o'clock Eastern time start. Uh, CPA against Sean Donovan in a barbed wire match. LSG defending the Ruckle Pro Gold Championship against Dan Moth. Pat Bucking actually on that card. Lady Strouton on the card. Like uh, a three-way Brian Meyer, and Wheeler Utah Dante Martin on that card, I might check this out actually.
1: CPA and Barb Wire just screams ratings to me. I love it. That's friend of the show CPA.
0: Yeah. Chip Cavean on the card, Wolfie Misci B on the card, Josh Wood on the card. That's a ton of great talent on the
1: on that show. Wait, where does it say it's airing live from? Is it is it Rahway? Rahway, what kind of Rahway, New Jersey? Yeah, I I could probably go to that. I might actually go. I might actually check that out. That might not be a bad idea. That's not far. It's not far from. It's kind of in the middle of my brother and I. If I could talk him into going, maybe we'll take a shot at it. Yeah, that would require me going back to New Jersey. And I don't have any intention on doing that anytime soon. But. You, That's that's like coming to me. It's so far for you. That's that's driving. We're right, right near New York City. Like it's it's 20 minutes outside of the city when you get out of the tunnel. So that's a really long ride for you. That's, that's even longer, I think, for you than Williamstown or wherever you saw the show down south. Uh, at my hotel in and I forget what town the show at
0: Gulfwick actually in off the top of my head, but Yeah. It was like ten minutes from the hotel.
1: Yeah, that's that's a far a further drive for you than it is a, uh, it's a further drive for you to come to out here to Rahway than to go there.
0: Yeah, and again it required me to drive New Jersey and I yeah, I don't want to do that if I don't have to.
1: <laughs> eventually 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 I to come hang out with you, but Yeah, we'll do we'll get that down. Maybe you could bring uh home office with you and Marcy. And we'll do a uh, we'll do a live show from my uh, from the benefactor studio in the basement of my house.
0: Before we get to our weekly review, uh, home office. Charlie Butter, Doug, have a one minute interview with Alec Price. So let's go ahead and go to that right now.
2: Charlie Butter is back with another one minute interview, and today I'm interviewing the prize Alec Price, Hogan or Savage? Savage all day. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Nah, that's not no sandwich. Booker T or Stevie Ray? I don't know. This is a tough question. I'm going to have to go. If you dig it, sucker. Favorite candy? Ooh. ooh. Anything that's blue raspberry. Doors or tables? I'll take both. I like both of them. Okay. Favorite energy drink? Ooh. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I I like the OG Red Bull. You know what I mean? Yep nwo white and black or nwo wolf pack the wolf pack is back oh causing mass destruction i gotta go with that one the bad boys of wrestling Ooh. biggest fear being forgotten Shawn michaels or bret hart sean all day baby favorite animal favorite animal all right let's see it's hot because I like, I like a lot of animals you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's a lot of good animals there's tigers i'd have to go with a tiger you know what i mean i'm the year a tiger 98 baby all day austin or the rock austin 360 says i just booked your ass yeah your favorite road snack uh craft uh the the what is those thing called the easy max okay. i love those ecw or tna I gotta go with TNA, I grew up on TNA, you know what I mean? But ECW's lit as shit. Sheets or Wawa? Sheets. Eddie Guerrero or Rey Mysterio? <laughs> Buyaka Buyaka 619, Rey Mysterio. Favorite dipping sauce? Ooh, I like that, like that, honey sriracha from, yeah, no, 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 um, Buffalo, I like Buffalo. Okay. Stunner or Diamond Cutter? <laughs> Stunner. I do I'll go with DDP on this one okay. Favorite movie Favorite movie, uh, Jurassic Park, all of them Edge or Jeff Hardy Jeff Hardy all day Favorite song Um This is hot, this is hot uh, Favorite song, like, really, like my favorite, favorite song Right now, it could be right now Or oh. like your all time favorite, up to you Um <laughs> uh, There's a lot of good ones, because I listen to every different type of music. Uh, Right now, I'll go with Running Up That Hill, because that's pretty fire. Okay. And this has been another one-minute interview. All
0: right, so let's go ahead and move on here to get and start our weekly review.
2: The Weekly Review.
0: Okay, so this week, we are going to Fight Plus. Game Changer Wrestling for getting GKW in Liverpool, September 16th, 2022, from Hangar 34 in Liverpool, England. And I I I want to like this fight, Kervick. I really do. There's so many good promotions on here from promotions I haven't heard of before. The, the navigation on this on the website and on the app is just horrible. I'm sorry. Uh
1: whole you could not be any more right. So so to, to give you a little uh, uh, color on this, um, we were trying to figure out what to watch this week. And when I texted you guys, uh, you and home office were like, go on the Fight app and find something to watch. So I was, and, and I think uh, Butters is like, you know, pick some GCW or something, you know, and he knows how how much we re- really don't like <laughs> GCW. So I went ahead and, and typed in GCW in, in the Fight Plus app and uh i could not find uh, the navigation drop downs in the fight plus menus is some of the worst most confusing most convoluted garbage i have i've ever seen i tried gcw i tried game changer wrestling i tried gcw with like a title i mean it's so unfriendly to the user it I I long for the days of the WWE Network's UI, and and I know Marcy is a is a big uh, uh, proponent of good UIs, and this one is dog shit. It's really takes the fun out of watching the shows. Look, once you get into the show, the 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 fast forward and the back and everything is great. It works just fine. It takes you a half hour to find the show. You you have to flip through the whole stupid menu. Everything on there was what's recent. So you can't type in GCW and find like a line of stuff. This is the app. I'm just talking about the phone app. Everything has to be like scrolled and there's 9 billion Nick Gage invitationals popping up. And I could, I had to go all the way down to find these shows. Now it's just, it's just not a, a user friendly app. And, and, and I think it's going to be harder and harder as all these new shows join all these new companies to really like key in on the companies you like, so I really do target AIW. But you know, if we're going to watch a wrestling revolver, if we're going to watch uh, BLP Slamilton, you know, make it easier to find these things, and and it'll it'll make it so much better for the for the user if you make it if you make it uh, uh more more uh, user friendly. But as of right now, I give it uh, like a real big thumbs down. And
0: I found if far trying to find like an individual company. I found if you type in the name of the company in the search bar and then on whatever the top listing is where it said channel and it okay, whatever the channel it is, if you click on it, it'll pull up everything for that company. But, but still, that's fourth step when it should be maybe two.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, you have to get through the garbage that is the opening page of the Fight TV app before you can start working on Fight TV Plus and then start navigating through... Uh, uh, companies and it's not listed by companies so you, you have to use this. it's like a Boolean search when you're searching through LinkedIn when I'm looking for candidates when I do my job during the day um, you have to put in like keywords and all sorts of shit and it's and it's it's quite obnoxious um, I'm sure they're going to fix it up and uh, uh, you know say what you want about me when you listen to the show I, I know Jayhawk and I are on the same page here the app is is really it is no fun to navigate and, and like even trying to type in like a
0: name of somebody on the card doesn't necessarily give you recall either. Like I could type Luth Egg into the Kirch bar and it's gonna pull up a bunch of shit and Luth Egg been dead for 25 years. Like yeah. Yeah. about 20 years, actually. So
1: Well, we found this one, thank the Lord. Um and uh uh you know, the juice was not worth the squeeze, <laughs> so to speak, on this one. But uh, you know, I'm all I'm all for it.
0: Uh, one more thing about the app before we get on the show here. Yeah, and just kind of looking around the app, I'm finding the li- I find a list of the stuff that was pap- like a pay per view, but it'll actually hey, either expired or sold out. And if you click on it, it'll tell you you can't watch it because it's sold out, or expired. Why the fuck is it showing up in the search engine in the first place? Like if it's literally expired where nobody can watch it, why the fuck is there still looking for it? Get rid of
1: it. Well, well, like so. Here's an example. I pull it up and I go to I go to the my My Fight Plus section, right? The first two shows that come up on the My, My Fight Plus section, Rugby League World Cup, Women's, England, France versus Cook Island, Australia versus New Zealand. I didn't I am I bought the Fight Plus app for the AIW shows. I I did it on the AIW show when I bought the Fight Plus subscription, I bought it when they did call in all skeletons. Why is women's rugby from Europe on my homepage of the fight plus app because it's part of the fight plus service but i'm it's not part of me i'm that's not (laughs) my algorithm why would you need that so i'm just telling you that's absurd that should not be the first screen when i purchase calling all skeletons uh off of uh off of the fight plus but you know i'm giving them time to work it out and i don't really have a choice because you know we we want to watch a bunch of shows so, we'll just have to navigate, but we'll get the venting out today so you won't have to hear it for the next show.
0: All right. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into it here. Like I said, September 16, 2022, Liverpool, England, Game Changer Pro Wrestling in Liverpool. And right off the bat, before the show ever actually gets started, we're in the ring. We've got MLJ, who's going to be on commentary. He can also call your a ring announcer. And holy fuck, is this microphone for the, for the in ring introduction, goddamn bad. Like, there's a fucking echo. You can't even understand the ring announcing. Like, why did you bother? Did they,
1: not do a, did they not do a sound check before the show started? And that, and that was what was so frustrating, because the production, the camera work, at the beginning, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great, because the camera work looked really good. And then the microphone sounded like he was broadcasting from the bottom of the, uh, you know, the, the Bermuda Triangle. And, uh, and we, couldn't, we couldn't hear a word he said in his submarine that he was living in. And it was just
0: that mic. Like we'll get into the commentary because the commentary is horrible for most of the show as well. But the commentary sounds good. Like I can hear it at least after the first match. But they right. never they never got the in ring mic working to, working kind of factory.
1: It had some weird echo uh, to it the whole time. Yeah, it was it was kind of off putting. Um, but GCW, uh, where everybody uh, loses and nobody really wins. Um, and if you like matches that never end, watch GCW. So there's my my pitch for GCW. Cage, this
0: show is actually act of now act of the recording rated at a seven point two nine on Cage Match on a hmm. scale of one to ten.
1: Okay, that's seven points too high. <laughs> but we'll get into it. My my issues with GCW start from the very beginning, um, and and uh, unfortunately, I. Th- <laughs> You know, there's a lot of GCW fans, I get it, and everybody loves GCW who, who loves it. I just, I don't understand, um, like, the the rabid fan base of GCW's, you know, same seven matches on a card with just mix. it's like when Raw had no more talent. They just used the same seven matches and just mix up who's going to be fighting each other that day. I mean, I, I'm never really that, even, and this was supposed to be like GCW versus England and there was, there was still the same old GCW feel to it, which kind of irked me. And I, I picked it because I thought we were going to see some, you know, real uh, different guys because sometimes GCW surprises me and they bring out some really good, you know, some different talent. Uh, so
0: I I can get the fandom to a point. Mm-hmm. I The GCW fan remind me in a lot of ways what the ECW fan base looked like in the 90s. They yeah they've they've caught on to what's really that niche product It's not what you're seeing on television, go they want it they want it to compete so badly that they're willing to look past its flaws,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and praise how good it is. I say this as an EKW fan myself. I watch that stuff now. That a lot of that stuff does not hold up, but I would have sung EKW praying to the moon at the time. And I th- feel like that what's gonna be the cake with GKW ten, twenty years down the line. The people that are really into it now are gonna look back on it and go, why did we watch that? And I get I want GKW to compete. I want and I there's talent on here that I like. There are matching on this show that I don't that I think we're fine. We'll get into them. Yeah. Yeah. My, I mean, my, I mean, there co- there is good stuff. There is good stuff here.
1: There is, and and I'm just putting a caveat on. I mean, I, I just you know, I, I I have my opinions and they'll they'll come out and it is it is what it is. So Let's uh, let's let's kick off this first one. And and, you, and we, we can kind of get our, our ducks in a row here.
0: You know, our opening contest is Jordan Oliver versus Blake Christian. Uh, and the way they had this mic'd up, like, okay, we, for the most part, you can hear the commentary. But in this first match, you can't. Right. And the, the best commentary counts the entire
1: show. <laughs> this was like them using two cans and a string. This was it was really, really bad. Um. And what makes it even worse is, as I said to you before, that GCW feel, there was nothing – there's nothing – how many times have we seen Jordan Oliver and Blake Christian in GCW? That's my issue. It's supposed to be in Liverpool. Where is where is the creativity? On, on and, and, you know, fine. I actually am a fan of Jordan Oliver. I'm not a huge Blake Christian man, but I'm a fan of Jordan Oliver. But, you know, like you're just going to open it up and that's what – like. I guess the fans in England in the UK haven't seen it. But like, if you're a fan from, from here and the draw is trying to pay for, you know, you want somebody to pay for one of these shows, you know, kicking it off with the same match that I've seen probably 8 billion times. is probably not the answer. Okay. Uh, according to cage
0: match, Jordan, Oliver and Blake Christian have been in the same match. And I'm going to make that caveat. They've been in the same match 18 times. back to cage match. <laughs> <laughs> now that 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 tag team matches, that battle royal, that get way four way teaming, it, teaming but, with each other, teaming against each other. I'm only yeah. showing. I'm only showing that uh, there's or uh, that happened like a bunch in go One on one, four time, four time one on one in GKW look like.
1: Yeah, and and you know it's one of those matches where like y- they literally threw everything at each other. And by like the 17th false finish, I got t- I just stopped caring about who was going to win the match.
0: And, and honestly, that's one of my notes here. Like, this was a match that if I would have been on a show working with these two guys and I would signed this match, I would have been proud to have been the referee for this match because a lot of really good stuff. But they did way too much for what for what the opening match is. Yeah, absolutely. Go all out. Pop the crowd. Get the crowd hot. Go eight to ten minutes. They went 13. Mm. I was actually going to do a dive counter for the show and see how many dives there were on the show, but we were at like
1: three by the five-minute mark here, and I'm like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> three by the five-minute mark, you see? <laughs> it, it just it, – there was only so many times you could hear – you hear the leg slap. Oh, uh, brain buster. Oh, roll him up. Uh, bring him up to his knees. Put a big knee into his face. Oh, and then do a – do a some spinning – you know, version of a of a falcon arrow into a, a uh uh exploder into this, and then the guy kicks out at like one and three quarters. You know, like that's my ish, that's and that's my problem with GCW. It'll always be my problem. I know Dom if he listens, i will probably be like, "Golson, you're just an old man." I am, but I don't. I, I I I get I get the English fans. They probably were so excited to have GCW there, and that's great. But. You know, there's there's a line somewhere as a fan where you're just like, all right, already. Okay. How many times are you not going to, how many times are these moves going to be rendered meaningless because you do them 8 trillion times? Now I'm starting uh, to sound like Cornette. I got to, I'm going to stop that. I'm going I'm, <laughs> to, honestly, I pledge the rest of the show, I'm not going to do that. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I just, honestly, I just, in, this match, like, kind of got, it set me off because I had such a problem with the damn app and then the sound. And I'm like, ah, oh, crap. And then I, and then this match comes on, but you know, it, that just the match just got it was just like, OK, like, let's get to the end. And, and you know, I want to see more stuff going on between GCW and the UK.
0: Oh, and, and this crowd is hot. Like this crowd is popping for everything
1: in this first match. The English love it. The English love this shit. They love when we come out like and, and the, the, the different companies come out and entertain them and go, good on them. They never stop chanting. And I was going to mention that, too. Their chants are awesome because I'm a huge English Premier League fan. I could listen to them make up chants about guys all day. I mean, it's that entertaining. But I feel like the product in the ring sh- is not matching for me the excitement of what these fans deserve. To be honest,
0: yeah. But but here, but here, an example of, of them doing too much for the opening match. Yeah, they did a the pyro driver onto the ring apron in the opening match, and it doesn't get. And look at the finish. That's the best once after that, it's like if you're going to do it in the opening match, it needs to be the finish. Don't do that in the opening match. Do that later in the card. Save it for the main event. Give the guy from the to of the show something left to do that the crowd hacking scream. And that's not a knock on Jordan Oliver or Blake Christian. Like the match is fun. It's probably the best match of the card, honestly.
1: Oh, I think there's a couple more that I I really liked, but um, yeah, I it just the amount of sheer amount of false finishes just got me so fired up when I was watching. I'm like, okay, let's let's get on. Like at eight minutes, I did say to myself, let's let's kind of you know. Let's kind of wrap it up, guys, and and you know get popping. So
0: match end with a Skirika counter into a Skirika near falls Oliver and come getting the final pin in thirteen oh three. From there, we bring the lady out to the ring. We've got Millie McKenzie taking on Ali Catch, and uh, you've mentioned the British chant earlier on here. We've got the British doing uh, chaining for Ali to the tune of "Hey Baby,"
1: Yep, which Katch. doesn't get old. It doesn't matter which which person it comes from. I love seeing the American wrestlers kind of like bask in that chant. I think that's fun. I like Millie McKenzie. I don't like Hallie catch, but I love seeing, I like Millie McKenzie. Am I wrong? Was she on NXT or am I wrong? Uh, NXT UK.
0: I believe she worked on NXT UK. I mean, I'm double double
1: checking, but I believe you're right. Because she's polished. Like she came out, the gears on point. She knows where to look. She knows where to go. Um, I like I like Millie McKenzie. I, I really do. And that was something that like made me happy to see that they were starting, okay, here comes the UK talent. You know, it made me happy to see that even though Allie was the opponent.
0: Yeah, she went under the name Emilia McKenzie in NXT UK.
1: Yeah. So see, I do know independent wrestling talent um and I do I do take the time to find out um about who's who. That's just a yeah.
0: Okay, so this match is kind of a lot more mat based than what the opener was and it had to
1: be, in fairness. And I think it was Effie on commentary, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's good. I like listening to Effie. His double entendres and his nonsense make me laugh. Yeah,
0: I've got no problem with Effie being on commentary. If he's not gonna rock that's a great that's a great spot for him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Millie McKenzie's working at Chin lock here. And what I like is you look at her how she's moving her body when she got a when she got a hold on. It's not a rustle. Like, it looks like she's trying to wrench the hold in. looks like she's trying to apply pressure to it. It's not just there to take a breather. Yeah. Good
1: stuff. Oh, um, before we go any further, can I ask you, did the ring seem small to you? Uh, my guess is, is, is that it was 15 by 16. Okay.
0: The WWE ring, 20 by 20, motoring drinker 18 by 18,
1: so it would be on the smaller side. Yeah, I was going to say this kind of looked like the ring at the Winchester, but I think it even looks smaller. I, I didn't. Because even in one of the intros later on in the show, um, you know, the guy did like a, he did like a forward roll through the ropes and he was already on the other side of the ring when he came out from his forward roll. So the ring looked very small. And now one of my biggest pet peeves is that every wrestler had the game shocked reckler
0: fake, if they don't get a three count. Mm. And we call both women with their shocked reckler fake on this one. Yep. Millie McKenna came off a of spear, and I forget what alley hit they, to get that game look in. Uh, alley catch gets the win with the pile driver in eight minutes and 17 seconds
1: look was fine yes it was surprisingly for an alley match it was and I think Millie sold that pile driver really well and I like seeing a pile driver finish in a match like that's good it she, what did she do she kicked her and then into a pile like it was it was it was well executed it looked good that's all you can ask for
0: from there we get mad Kurt taking on matt Cardona this eventually become for the Internet Championship, although it is not advertised as much in order to start off that way. Uh, we get Matt Cardona cutting a pre-match promo, saying that he should be main eventing the show instead of taking on a Twitter troll in the third match. He's right. <laughs> and then he drank about being number 13 in the PWI 500. I, I will say, for all the people that complain about the PWI 500, Use it for what it is. Get a guide to to give you an idea of who the top wrestlers in the world are, and there's a lot of independent wrestlers you probably have not heard of on that list. Use that as a guide for okay, I need to check out matches from the Perkin instead of debating the American whether number four ninety eight should have been higher or lower on lower the, on the freaking list. I guarantee, I guarantee you, the, the guys that are, are that are in the lower part of that five hundred do not care that they're on the lower part of it as long as they're on it.
1: And and I, can I can I say this? Cardona gets a lot of hate. Um, for certain things that he does and, and certain ways that he does business but I, I, I mean is there anybody who does more business right now than, than Cardona on the Indies like they, I mean he's been in everything he's he's done for a guy who really was not I did not expect this kind of run when he left WWE to get in the ring and do what he did with Mad Kurt was and, and Mad Kurt is I hope Mad Kurt is done at this point but um uh Good on Cardona. I mean, he made it very interesting. The match was fun. It was very fun. You liked it more than I did, I think. Yeah, I'm surprised that I liked it so much. And I'm also not a Cardona hater. I just, I don't like belt collector gimmicks because then you pigeonhole your, your promotion and then no one gets a shot. So, like, I was really antsy in AIW when Cardona had it for so long. But I like when he comes, it feels special. There's something about it. When he, I, I will say, stop cursing so much, but the amount of heat that he generates, just the sheer amount of heat that he gets from sticking his middle finger into a fan's face is quite remarkable. I mean, they hate him. They just eat it up. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not a Cardona hater either, at least from an in-ring standpoint.
0: I'm one of those people that'll wear up and down that WWE dropped the ball on him. Definitely. But especially when he got a cover and he did, literally doing nothing but his YouTube show. Like the fact that they didn't want to you know, take a, take full advantage of that is just still mind boggling to me. Uh, that being said, like I, this match was fun for eight to ten minutes. Yeah, it went almost twenty.
1: Yeah, he gave he gave a little bit too much, I would say, to somebody like Mad Kurt.
0: I'm not even gonna gonna say that much that necessarily. So basically, this this is done largely for comedy, especially in the early going. Matt Kurt acts like he's just gonna go ahead and lay down for Cardona, then he roll come up get a two count. Kurt grabbed the grabbed the internet title belt. He had the referee put around his wait. Then he dab in 2022. The dab is still a thing apparently. Yeah. Call Cardona chicken. We duck and put the belt on the line. So now the title apparently on the line. We get a spot where Kurt forks the referee to grab Cardona's foot, put his shirt over the referee's eye, and then kick Cardona in the deck. Yeah. Now, now I bring this up. If we went to great length to shield the referee, we doesn't see the kick to the, the kick below the belt. Or Cardona, you can a chair and full view of the referee like two minutes later, and there's not even a warning. And a and a keyboard. Yeah, the keyboard comes in a little bit later. Now I get GKW is largely relaxed, rogue at best. There aren't a lot of qualifications in GKW, like kind of they're going for an EPW type of vibe with it. So I get that. I understand that concept with it. But if you went to those link to hide the low blow, and the chair's not even a warning. Why did we hide the low blow? Either yeah. go, all, either go all the way with the relaxed rule stuff, or don't, or don't do it at all. Don't pick and choose. Uh, there, so Matt Kurt is making a comeback, and part of his comeback are the intentionally weak, chop to the chest, that Cardona duck and skull. We're like 13 minutes into this match; they're still doing comedy spot. No,
1: you're finish it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what? You put it. You make a good point. I didn't think of it that way, and that's a really good point. Yes, I guess at a certain point you stop doing comedy. You do the match, and then the match ends, right? And and, and I like comedy wrestling. I really do. If people think I don't like it. I do. It's got to be good
0: comedy. And most. Uh, and, and if you're only going to do one match on the show, it can't overstay it.
1: Welcome. Yeah, then
0: overstayed it. Welcome to me.
1: But I will give them credit. They only did one comedy match on the whole night. Um, you know, they didn't try to like ham it up at all. They kept it as GCW as possible. And they let Cardona, they let mad it, Cardona doesn't do many comedy matches. They let mad Kurt do what mad Kurt does. And why, well, which I still don't know what he does. And then, uh and I mean, was he in pajamas? I, I don't know what he was wrestling in, but, um, and, and they, know, looked they, like,
0: they looked like pajamas with the Twitter bird all over it, but probably, yeah, probably cut yeah. the mate for a gimmick. Being he could Twitter troll that. That's the gimmick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, um, I was very, uh, I was, I, I liked it for a bit. I, I didn't hate it. it. It felt a little long, but I thought that it, it served its purpose. Um, and I like Cardona, unlike many others, so.
0: Okay, and then there's, then there's one spot again, during Kurt's comeback. He teek, like he couldn't go for a forearm. He ducked and hit, go for the forearm, ducked and go for the forearm, ducked and go for the forearm. Then he dabbed for no apparent reason. And then Cardona hit him with a knee. Okay, even so even if I'm taking into account that they can largely a comedy match, yeah. I I assume that in the context of the comedy match, Mad Kurt still wants to win. Why ain't he wasting so much time? Like it it was, it was like they were hoping on Mad Kurt's comedy to carry the match, and it did to a point, and but then they didn't know they didn't know when to well to leave well enough alone and there's no story beyond the comedy spot.
1: I, I will say he gave him one of the uh the woo-woo boots in the corner and he blasted Mad Kurt in the face with the with his boot. So that was pretty good.
0: Cardona with a low blow, break a keyboard over his head, then hit the rough rider for the pin. 17 minutes and eight seconds. Now, again, yeah, if, if it was seven minutes and eight seconds it would have been would have been great. So from there, we have a four-way death match. Jimmy Lloyd, Clint Margera, Big Fucking Joe, and John Wayne Murdoch. Yes, that is his name Big Fucking Joe. Yep. And be, a, be he actually had his show
1: somewhere on this fight app. Big F and Joe, big F and show. Yeah. Um uh, Big F and Joe, I thought he was supposed to come over here before the pandemic. I don't remember if he he was supposed to have his debut in ICW. I don't know if he ever if they got him at that time or if he had to wait until after they let him back in. But um, yeah, I, I'm you know my opinion. I, I honestly, death matches are what they are. I look a lot of people get the, I I don't get the psychology in a death match. Um, and but these people ate it up, and there were a lot of fun. Like one-off spots with like gusset plates and shit like that, and I will never not pop for something as gross as those things that like they stick on themselves. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm, pro- I'm not the audience for the uh, for the death matches, and I, oh yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I Jayhawk, I can't be Mister Negative the whole night, but I, I can be, but I won't be. Uh, to anchor that question, Big Joe been in,
0: in the US a few times over the last few months here. Yeah, actually, jumped in the tournament of death. Right, wow. but he
1: wasn't here. He was. I thought he was supposed to be here in like 2019. I remember seeing advertising, and I guess he just didn't make it because 2020 rolled in. Um,
0: 2019. I don't see any. I'm just doing a kind of a quick glance. I don't. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Uh, uh Jude, He was in of death in
1: 2019. Okay, so he was here for that, and then that was it. That was the last I think I saw of him. Yeah, go. Yeah,
0: go. Ginky W brought him in for termin for terminated death in 2019. XPW been bringing him in. I think you know who Barb brought him in one or twice. Frequently go. So. He he coming he he's going back and forth. Uh this match I, I'm not a deathmatch guy either. This was there's no sense of story to it. I mean they had thumbtack and play 20 seconds in. They had got left than a minute in, but the whole thing only goes about six minutes. Joe Pinloy with a tombstone. And it, th- this, one, this one was what it needed to be. Murdoch and Joe do a fifth bump after the match. Then we go to the intermission,
1: which aired in its entirety. It's literally a screen with a countdown clock. Another added to the list of things. Fight TV just cut it out of the broadcast. We don't need the broadcast in its entirety. You can edit some of this stuff.
0: I'm not going to lie. I am kind of glad they did it, though. It gave me a chance to walk the dog and not have to worry about whether I'm making anything.
1: But it was on demand. You could just push pause. Okay. (laughs) You're walking the dog and leaving it running live? I mean, holy shit. No, this stuff is... Uh, if, they give, if they're going to give
0: me the opportunity, to, they're going to give me 15, minute, 15 free minutes to walk the dog. I'm going to take the 15 free
1: minute and walk the dog.
0: And I agree but, with you. They could have taken it out altogether and I could have paused it if I needed to. But if it's going to be yes. left in, I'm going to take advantage of it.
1: Right. Well, I think uh, I, I I was confused myself um, as far as uh, um, why they left the, the uh, thing. And so it is what it is.
0: Okay, go so from there. We come back from the intermission with a four-way match for the GCW Extreme Championship. Cole Radrick defending against Joe Lando, Leon Slater, and Tony Deppen. Tony Deppen coming out to the ring to rebuild the city by Starship,
1: which always rules.
0: And not only is the crowd king along, but the sound guy actually muting the chorus when the lyric hit, and then playing the music, and then muting the lyric again, because the crowd can sing it without the without the actual track of the of the lyric.
1: And the English will run with it. You give them a good song, and they are running. They love to sing in groups.
0: So, my biggest pet peeve with the Moldy Man Magic, or when they t- turned a one-on-one for no apparent reason, they did it twenty second ten. <laughs> so, so they pretty much lost my interest right away. However, I will say that Leon Clater be able to gain my interest back. I like the kid. He he he's star of the show to me. You know, I want to keep the kid on American tour. I like what which this one kid again, was
1: doing. Leon Davis, Leon Slater. Slater. Yeah. Um, I was stunned when they said he was 17. And then I went, oh, GCW doesn't care about having minors wrestle. So so be it.
0: You <laughs> can the UK more lenient about that
1: anyway. That's true. That's true. But, you know, between Nick Wayne and Billy Starks and, and Leon Slater, uh, GC, they're right. That's GCW's wheelhouse. Yeah, but like when, like when the kid turns 18, I want to see
0: him get more, get more, uh, get an American tour in here. He dug a coat to coast dropkick. Instead of going from side to side, he goes diagonally. Yeah. Granted, it, this is where the smaller ring benefited him. But I don't get any pop away he hit that on a 20 by 20
1: ring. Oh, no. That's by, a long it, way. But it's still impressive. Oh, yeah. No, no. It, it looks, but it, it still looks amazing. But if he was in an, a much bigger ring, that's a long way. But, He's the one who did the forward roll through the ropes when he was in, when he came in, and he almost went out the other side. That's how small the ring is.
0: And then at one point, he looked like he's going for a quantum bomb, and then like in mid flip, he turned into a four fifty.
1: Yeah, he's he's super duper talented. His body is is not. He doesn't have that like baby on him. He's he's got like good shape to him. I think he it, you know if he muscles up, he's gonna he has a great look. You could use him in in a lot of situations. Oh, so,
0: Cole Roderick, gets the pin. He pins Lando to retain the title nine minutes and thirty-one seconds. But like I said, Leon Slater was the star of this match. He was the breakout star of the show. I want to see more of this kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any American promoter with a budget and the kid turned eighteen, bring him in. Yeah. Speaking of kids who have not turned eighteen yet, we get Nick Wayne taking on Joey Janela.
1: Yeah, so, you know my opinions on Nick Wayne. All
0: right. So I like Nick. I like Nick Wayne. Kid got a ton of ton of potential. Yep. And, and, and I'm glad that I'm glad to see the GKW kind enough on the kid that, hey, we're going to England, come with us. I, I I I like the fact he he gotten to that point. Joey Janela, a guy I've had very limited interaction with in the business. I've already had good interaction with him. I don't dick like Joey Janela. I'm not a fan of a lot of it
1: matches. Uh, yeah, I and I, I, but I, I and I'm actually gonna say I was gonna say the exact opposite. Every time I see Joey Janela put his put himself into a situation in these different tours, like with new fan bases and stuff, he just delivers. I, I really do think he's, he's a professional. This match was fine. I honestly think Nick Wayne needs a lot of um, seasoning and, and he needs a lot of um, uh, molding. Um, but going against a guy like Janela, I, I I think, I, honestly, this is a weird take, but I don't think Janela is right for television, but I think he's right for, the upper indies where he can do the streaming stuff and like really interact with fans and really interact with like the vibe of the show. I think that's where he shines. I don't think you necessarily... I know that's where the money is, but I don't think you necessarily need him on every week on Wednesday night. But I think if you're doing a big show in Lo- in England for the first time and Joey Janella comes out, it's a big fucking deal and the fans eat it up. So, you know, that's my... That's my opinion on on Janela. I thought the match was good. I have no issues. I just don't I'm not as I'm not as on the Nick Wayne bandwagon as everybody else is. Um, because I think he he kinda lacks personality. There's something missing, like almost like that umami flavor or that, you know, MSG type of thing. He's missing that one little bit. Um, but Joey Janela, I I I think I, I think you and I just are, are opposite when it comes to that. So
0: and, I, and I'll actually agree with your take there that a Joey Janela is not a good wrestler for TV, but he's good for the indie. Yeah, I'll agree with I'll agree with that take wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and I mean, yeah, I mean, Joey Janela's like a guy I've seen at AIW. I've enjoyed the match at AIW. I did for the most part enjoy this match here. The stuff I did not enjoy about this match, though, was stuff that Janela was doing. All right. and 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 I'll give you an example right off the bat. The bell ring. Knee. Wayne hit a knee. Looked like it's gonna just almost take him out. And like not three seconds later, Janelle already throwing strike. Like you can't even go down to that knee. You can't tell that for ten seconds.
1: Yeah. That, but I think that's the that's what all of um GCW suffers with. It's that pacing issue. It's the it's the going for the big going for the big uh uh holy shit shot, you know, the whole shot before the match even gets brewing so the fans really get up on their feet. And I think you run into those issues, um when you um, when you do that, uh, you know, it, it. it's just it's just an issue that I think all of GCW struggles with.
0: OK, now Jordan Oliver joined MoJ on commentary in this one. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I like Jordan Oliver on commentary. He did a nice yeah. job. They were they are actually talking about how, you know, the advantage of being a southpaw in wrestling and that, yeah, you know, everybody so you can hit on one side of the on one side because everybody's a right hander. Yeah. Then you can't defend against the lefty, but there aren't that many of them. That yeah. was that,
1: that was a great take. It it was, and and there's there's nothing wrong with. I like them switching up different guys on commentary. I like the different voices, um, but it was uh um, yeah, it wasn't it good good to have a guy a kid like that give him a little experience behind the uh, behind the mic and and when you don't have uh we don't have your team there apparently.
0: Now the spot where Janela hit a superplex. It's clearly a superplex. Commentary: called at a brainbuster.
1: Brainbuster, yeah, I, I was wondering about this. Is one of those classic GCW moments? Yeah,
0: they act like Nick Wayne is dead because he got dumped on a head. Yeah, so of course the first thing Wayne does is counter the cover with a crucifix and get another and get a near fall off of it.
1: You see, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> the matches where matches start, but they don't really end. That's that's GCW. The matches never really end. There are many, many, um, you know. Uh, Moments where you you know, moments where you could the story should be over and uh they're not. Not at all. Not even close.
0: and and again, it's like yeah, commentary, yeah, thank the is one thing and it's not necessarily that one thing, but even a superplex, like tell it. Yep. Yeah, barely kick out of that, barely kick out of that. Do a counter like like let Janella pick you up and then counter that into a package or something Is that the direction you're gonna go with it. Yeah. I mean I mean there are there are ways you could could have done the same thing. That just make more scent than the cake of a normal wrestling match. And yeah, but, but, but again, I was an EKW fan. They did that kind of shit, EKW. I love that shit at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it go, it go both ways. All right. Uh, they fight through the crowd, they fight into the bar. Wayne end up doing a moon call off the balcony. We go back into the ring. We do a ton of near fall, ton, yeah, a ton of fall finishes. And then we get another one. I actually walked out of the room on this one. I didn't even pause. I didn't pause the stream. I walked out of the room on this next spot. Nick Wayne hit Janella with a poison rana. Yeah. J- Janella got it by basically being vertical on his head and falls over. And he got right back up and hit the first offensive move. And I walked out of the room. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that classic pacing issue. That's just it. Just is what it is. They, I don't get it.
0: And again, I, and again, like I, somebody I like, but just yeah, yeah stuff like that takes you out of it when you, especially at the two-hour mark of a show, two-hour yeah. pluck at this point. Danella finally stayed down, killing something. He went for a Quanton on the apron and missed, and hit the apron. That he called. He no He killed. He still go shit. Won't kill anybody else. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being a smart act. I'm sorry. I was gonna but. say
1: that's an outrageous accusation. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm, be, I'm, being
0: a, I'm being a smart act. I'm going for a comedic effect there, but yeah. I left. <laughs> Janella gets the pin with a Cooper kick in 16 19. I didn't hate the match as much as it like I hated it, but the pacing and the killing, yeah, that was hardly a perfect match by any stretch of the imagination. Okay, From there, we go to our semifinal final match and we get Ali catch on commentary for the one go so contract and style and commentary, but it is Effie
1: taking on Tessin Moth Martina. I, I was waiting for this because I like. I like Martina a lot, and I um, I uh, um, was very excited to see her and hear her little techno music and see her drunkenly running around. I just she, she just gives such a cool vibe, and I wish I came to that show when when she was here in 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 the states at AIW. I really wish I would have came and hung out there. Um, she's like a fascinating like I, I'm always fascinated by her and like how she does her thing. They were going to get her in NXT. They were she. She had some opportunities. What in ROH? Like there was just there's just something about her that I find so endearing, and um, and Effie is you know Effie. So I had no problems with this match at all, none. Yeah, so this was this was one that was played
0: largely for comedy. That did not over- overstay its welcome. That was the perfect length for what they were going for. Uh, so you actually have essentially, Martina is trying to caduce Effie throughout this match. And if you know Effie, you know that it's probably not gonna work. But at the match goes on, he started acting like he kinda liked it. And, and it's gonna quite entertaining. Uh Christian Martina actually chopped Effie crotch at one point. The crowd started chanting, you kick fuck. <laughs> I mean I'm, I do like the crowd. The crowd, my favorite part of the show.
1: I said the English are the best. They can, you can give them anything. Just bring over the American style and they will they wanna see what they see on TV, you know, on their streaming service, and they get super excited about it. Even Chikara went to fucking uh, Europe and did and did England. So I mean, you you get big, you get big, uh, uh, you get big pops from the audience out there in Europe. They're starving
0: for it. And yeah, Martina at one point taking the Bronco Buster, and instead of doing the Bronco Buster, Black nephew in the face. She's tough, man. She can she can go. All right, so there's one spot here. again. I gotta be critical of of, of the type of, of the type of spot. She hit the DDT, get the two count off of it, which is fine. Now, Martina has not broken the cover. Effie shoulders go back down to the mat. The referee is not counting. Martina count to three herself to show the referee, "Hey, here's how you count." Meanwhile, Effie's should were down the entire time, and the referee's not counting.
1: They all can't be winners, I, but she is just lovely, so I give her the uh, I give her a pass.
0: I, 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 yeah, I mean, I just as, as a referee, I'm like, as a referee, I focus on on things like that, like that three count. Like, I the referee should have been counting in that situation. And yeah. the match should have been over. But Effie gets the pin 10 minutes and 34 seconds with the Rough Rider with the Kendo stick. And then we go to our main event. It is a death match. Alec Cologne against Drew Parker. I-, I like this one better than the four way death match, even though it's a lot longer, because they actually tried to incorporate some wrestling into this. Get one can all. I'm going to hit you with something. I'm going to drop you on to something. Like they
1: actually tried to have a reckling match around the hardcore spot. Well, so I actually this like this is, one quite a bit. This is my one gripe about. Alex Cologne's um, about some of these death matches and, and the guys who participate hey, be careful what you gave out of Cologne at the last time
0: I was critical of him, butter, tried to get me killed.
1: No, no, I'm not. Um, it's, it's less about him and more about this, this one spot that a lot of these guys do. Right. So one guy will go try to hit the other guy with the light tube. The other guy will catch it. And then he hits himself with it to like show how tough he is. But then like, You know, 10 minutes into the match, he gets busted open with, like, three light tubes, and it knocks him on his ass for a three count. So, like, you can either show me that the light tube doesn't bother you at all, and then when you get hit again later on in the match, it bothers you. You know what I mean? Like, that's my – those are some gripes about about death matches that I just don't get. But, you know, I'm sure I'll get crucified by somebody uh, who's listening. You know, you're stupid. You know, this is what it is. But think about it. If I'm if I'm like I'm so tough and I blast the light tube over my head and nothing happens and then like three minutes later the guy does a spot where I he throws me into the ropes and hits me in the head with a light tube and I go down like I just got hit with a lead pipe you know those things I, you got to pick your spots for, for moments like that uh, I'll 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 give the explanation
0: that you're high on adrenaline the first when you do it to yourself but then the adrenaline worn off by the time the
1: guy ducked it to you ten minutes later hmm. that's all I got and I can I can. I I would, you know, I'm fine with that explanation. I'm just putting it out there because I I, honestly, there, I was missing Second Gear Crew on this show and, uh, uh, you know, any member of the Second Gear Crew besides Effie because Effie I looked at as with Bussy. So I didn't, I didn't look at Effie as part of sec, you know, uh, uh, SGC as this show. But like the end, the the main event for me was like, there could have been another, I, I don't know. It just, I didn't pop as much for that dude from Japan either, um, Drew Parker. Dude from Japan? Yeah, he's from Japan. Has he wrestled in Japan, Drew Parker? I can look that up. I'm telling you. I'm pretty sure that I remember seeing him in Japan. That's where I knew the name. Yeah, he'd been wrestling for freedom. Yes. Recently. Freedoms, Ed. Freedoms. I knew
0: it. Yeah, but, uh, uh, but he'd done in the UK. He'd done America. He'd yeah, done a lot, in, a
1: lot more in Japan than I wrote. Okay. Yeah. I just remember, not because I've seen him in Japan, but I remember seeing cards and seeing his name and seeing, like, little gifts online of him from Japan. I do I do remember him being in the States a few times. Um, I can't remember what promotions he was in, but I'm, I was thinking it was some of the Southern ones. But I remember Drew Parker from Japan for some reason. So when he came out, I was like, oh, that's a cool little thing he does. He's UK, Japan, blah, blah, blah. Isn't he Australian? He's British. Oh, British. Okay, so then... Yeah, I mean it was cool, but um, I really would have loved like an SGC match or something to end it, kind of clean the palette. Yeah, according to according to according to a Cage Match, you were born in Wales, yeah. oh he, yeah, he's Welsh then. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so I'm just saying, and I do know um, um, that I, I just I just remember seeing like gifts of him online, and I'm like shit. Now when he came out, I was like, oh, I know this dude. So yeah, and 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 Hank, another one. He's 24 years old, and he's been wrestling for 10 years. Yeah. That's oh. crazy.
0: That's insane. Well, like I said, uh, the UK is a lot more lenient about employment, about laws. that kind of thing. <laughs> Don't pull that shit over here in New York or anywhere, anywhere with an athletic commission that actually does more than just collect tax. Yeah, yeah so it, it actually Parker getting the win with the
1: knee to the head. 1545. He actually put the light tube in his head and neck and then blasted him with a knee. I did like that finish.
0: Like, uh, like, like as far as the two death matches on the card go, that was my favorite one, even though it was much longer because they actually incorporated some wrestling into it. It wasn't just, all right, let's see what kind of sick shit we can do to each other. Yeah, yeah, they had, they did, they did some wrestling, they did some spots off the rope. They, yeah, you know uh, they, I mean, they were, kinda, I mean, Cologne landed on Parker's knee executing a Spanish fly at one point. I actually thought Parker's knee was legitimately hurt for for a minute, the way they landed. Oh, yes, yeah, he
1: did like kind of have to shake it out almost. All right, go thumb up, thumb down or thumb in the middle. Uh I'm going middle. It's it was it was fine. I needed to get my gripes out early because I was so pissed off with the app and also a lot of the shit G C W does I find cringe. But um I'll go middle. It wasn't bad. Just didn't I it it did it wasn't it wasn't bad and it wasn't overly long. Um, but it just wasn't like I wasn't like you're not gonna get me to cheer and go crazy for it like we do other shows.
0: Yeah, I'm going some in the middle. Like, well, like I, I, to me, the, to me, the best match was the opener. There's some good stuff in the second half of the show. There's definitely some stuff there
1: that could have been a lot shorter and would have been better curved. There wasn't like, anything bad though. Like, there wasn't anything where I'm like, "Fuck this," you know what I mean? And there have been plenty of shows, like when we watched the Settlement series, where I was just like, "Fuck this." But um, there wasn't anything like that, like turned me off to watching it. It just wasn't. I'm just not a fan. I just realized that's just. There's just certain guys I want to see on a GCW show and certain guys that I could care less if I couldn't care less, if I ever see them again. Um, and that's it. You know, so that's, you get your middle for GCW shows. I, I don't know if I'll ever get to a thumbs up for a GCW show.
0: Yeah. A cage, cage match rating for the show is 7.29. That's fair. Sure. That, okay. I, I, think, I think that's a fair rating for it. Yep. All right. With that, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping things up here. Uh, there's a show on IWTV that I really kind of want us to review, but I'm gonna be really, really, really long. So I'm probably not gonna do that right away. The original Break the Barrier show is on IWTV, that's like the first Indy Cooper show ever, like we 1999. Should
1: do we should do it, that should be yeah. the next
0: one. All right, that's gonna be like 14 or 15 matches. So I'm gonna give you that caveat right now. I mean, it's a long show.
1: It's all right, we'll record, you know, we'll record next week. We'll, we can watch it. I'm home on the weekends. There's no Jets game. I could sit down and watch that. You'll just send me the info.
0: And I think we got a plan for next week, though. So if you actually want to Hell watch yeah. with us and yeah, be right there with us the, with the review and and give us your opinion, whether you do or don't like it, we're giving you the event note at that time. All right, you can find me on Twitter at refjayhawk, Instagram at Jhawk1539, Twitch at twitch.tv forward class forward slash I actually got back on the twitch a little bit earlier this week. Working on the working on WWE 2K22, the universe mode. So a lot of fun. Nice. I need, I need to try to make that a more frequent thing, but scheduling and really up in the air with, with stuff like that.
1: Life gets in the way. Well, uh, you can find me at JGold12 on Twitter. Um, I, not the fake JGold12 verified um, who is going around pretending to be me. Um, I'm just kidding. Nobody thinks nobody's trying to be me. Um, please rate, review and subscribe. Wherever you listen to us, check out that new Twitter handle, uh, IWGuide1. And the big announcement for this week, the merch store is completely updated with our new logo and our new gear, um, uh, sweatshirts, hoodies, uh, hats, uh, joggers, uh, T-shirts, and uh, toques for the winter. So check those out. Those all have the new logo, um, and and that also just a big shout out to JCP Designs, who. Uh, made that happen, and that's at BrainBusterTees.com. Listen to our other podcast friends, Wrestling Cheers, Pod Van Dam. the super fantastic podcast. If you catch my grift, the A-show at odds with wrestling. X over, the card is going to change. Our other friends, PWPonderings.com, Time Capsule Toys, Toy Hio, Big Starts Brand, Set Photo, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio, and Kayfabe Collectibles, Florida office. Um, that's all I got on this week. I hope everybody has a great weekend of wrestling and i will see you two weeks from friday and in the words of the late great bobby to
0: what the fuck are you doing <laughs> have a good week have, good. have a good week everybody and forward, independent wrestling see ya hey is that i got a lot of monica's
3: Fresh from Santa Monica, getting blowed like harmonicas. That smoke got me harmonious. I'm so gone like Monica, blowing backwoods only. The only papers is Houston Chronicles. A Hall of Fame hustler voted unanimous and anonymous. But boys be hacking animus, cause my presence is rather ominous. Not to mention, my pockets are fat as an obese hippopotamus. I avoid hate like obstacles, talking down is so monotonous. Them boys couldn't see me through they oculus with binoculars. I'm still the people's champ, yeah, my pseudonym is. Anonymous. I like to stack up lots of bucks while you chasing after octopus. I'm married to the game, so it's easy to be monogamous. I'm never falling off. The mere notion is preposterous. Still in my prime like Optimus used to pop trunk at Metropolis. The grind is rather arduous, but I ain't stopping to the apocalypse because I do it for my family. Not the likes nor the followers. Power Wallaby. On call. I got the juice on call. I got the Juice. I got the juice. I got push, bitch, off the roof. I hit a poll and told him that I want gold in my mouth So when I speak, all they shine off in my teeth Light up nouns That's a person, place of things Why I'm diverse in ways I bring Bells of manor with country Grandma sweet as a tangerine I follow a Nazarene But I still might paint the Hyundai candy Cause I'm modest, but be honest I got more sauce than shrimp scampi I go ape, I go chimpanzee On every beat that they ham it I been branded as the man who gon' handle My hood advancement out the Slum. I ain't dumb, I know you plot to be peeping, but my head down and my arms cover my paper. It ain't no cheating, I'm eating. Plus I got all the flavor, I'm low-key seasoning. What were those who willing and leave and gave their heart the holes? I was told by the G code that that's fleetin'. On guard, I was broke for over 30 seasons. Now me and Fat I 30s about to be in Norway, like some melanated the Norwegians. If a rapper stiff as me, he probably ain't breathing. That's rigor mortis. I hope y'all absorb this flow. Gorgeous I'm tension, flow freezing. I'm the coldest in my region, y'all dancing But if I'm critiquing y'all faces, it ain't nothing personal. Lies kill, and if I die tomorrow, my wife and my whole hood know I'm real. On God, too real. I got the juice. True Encore. and real, true. I got juice. The they talkin' about the juice up. Push, 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 push. Hey, juice up. I got, I got, I got, I got, Got all the juice I'm still breaking boys out From the north to the south I got gold in my grief I got diamonds in my mouth I'm still breaking boys out From the north to the south I got gold in my grief I got diamonds in my mouth No toe tag, I still stunt hard on the feeder With a baby in the backseat And a bad mama cedar Black bleeder, stacking Keebler God bless me, I'm a sneezer Shaking off haters like seizures Counting paper in my leisure Flow Water Aquafina, now I'm lying, that's acidic I spit VG, but if need be, I'm an ocean like Pacific My slab look like an exhibit, all the boppers wanna visit My interior's butter biscuits, I'm the greatest to be specific Oh, that's explicit, hella vivid, but my flow magic like a wizard I'm with Paul, hell all we need is a color change and listen Now hold up, Toby, that's expensive, that's my brother though, no tension Matter
1: of fact, go tag Chameleon and end my mentions Let's get it on guard Oh, and before we, uh, before we go off the air, we were inf- I was informed by Home Office, because this is a live show, that this week's one-minute interview is Alec Price. So we will edit that into tonight's broadcast. Okay. Yeah, I'm not made, not made aware of that. So. It's in our group text, because this is live. Oh, there it is. Correct. Real-time people, you are listening to the end of the show in real-time while we uh, work the backstage magic, if you will. The fourth wall is coming down.